This episode is brought to you by TickPick, where smart fans buy and sell tickets. Check out TickPick for the best ticket prices for your next game, concert, or event, and use promo code PODCAST to save 10 bucks off any order over $49. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com. Promo code PODCAST. Sports is being brought to you by mybookie.ag, the safest place to play. The only place I take my action. The only place I trust. Visit mybookie.ag today. This week of Guys Talking Sports, we're going to see how we did our football picks. Is Adrian really superstitious when it comes to the Yankees? And the uh, NBA tip-off, who are our picks? Who is going to be playing the race for the year? And what are our expectations for this year for the NBA on this week of Guys Talking Sports? Hey everybody, and welcome to another week of Guys Talking Sports. This is Earl. I'm here with my boys, Big Ace and Al. How you guys doing this week? Doing groovy, man. Just groovy. Um, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so we're going to jump into it. We're going to jump into a little bit of a baseball, uh, the playoffs. Uh, some of our football picks, how do we do and what we got going on for next week. And, of course, NBA opening night is tonight, so we're going to see what's going on with that. So let's start it off. Ace, how do we do with our baseball picks for last week? Our football picks? Yes. yes. Uh, for week six, our, our winner for the week is Al. He got a total of eight right. And you and I, sir, we're bringing up the rear. We, we both had seven. So Al picked the, the Ravens, Redskins, Saints, Texans, Pats. Chargers, Giants, and Titans. And uh, we all, you know, picked the dud. We all picked the uh, the, pa- uh, the Packers to beat the Vikings, but we didn't expect uh, Aaron Rodgers to get hurt. And um, nobody picked the, the Dolphins to win <laughs> over the Falcons. So that's where we all had unanimous whiffs on those two games. <laughs> but I, but Al having the the fortitude <laughs> to pick the Giants and the Titans uh, is what really put him over the edge. <laughs> yes, he had the courage of his convictions to pick the Giants, which is my team, and I didn't have faith in them. Who knew they would <laughs> would rack up a hundred plus yards on the um, NFL's leading rushing defense? Who knew? Right. Even I have to agree. I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> Well, you know, that's the, that's the football. That's what they say, you know, any given Sunday. That's true. That is true. Yeah, so Eli Manning throwing to a bunch of people that he brought up off the, you know, the practice squad and a couple of other people, no names. I mean, I don't know how they won that game. Eli threw, what, 19 passes <laughs> just, to, you know, just for the game. So I'm like, a win is a win. Yeah, this – it, it makes you want to believe that Denver is kind of like fool's gold. Like, you don't know what you're going to get with them. That is true. I, that is true. Like, you never know what you're going to get with Denver at this point. Like, sometimes they be on their A game. To be honest, it's like most of the, uh, the NFL teams, you know, when you think they starting off fire, then all of a sudden, any given Sunday, like you said, something happens. Well, 
we know that the Chiefs are are are, uh, are mortal. Uh, the uh, the Steelers came back and brought them down uh, to earth a little bit with their smothering defense, and I don't even know what the, what you really want to call with their offense is concerned. But Le'Veon Bell, that's what I call that. <laughs> right, right. Because the Chiefs, you know, they just had problems with Le'Veon Bell, period, over the last few years. I mean, Le'Veon Bell just runs, you know, circles and runs up and down the field on them. So, you know, the Steelers against the Chiefs have always been a tough out. Le'Veon Bell always seems to have some of his better games against the Chiefs defense. Well, despite all that, uh, Le'Veon Bell put in work. And Ben Roethlisberger is still playing like a shell of his former self. I tell you that uh, that, that touchdown to um, what's the receiver's name when it bounced off the defender's helmet or something like that. He caught it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, lucky lucky break for sure. Lucky break. That definitely was a lucky break. I I, I mean, I was sitting there like, wow. If my man would have just, it, it went right through his hands, like literally. It, Right through his hands. I mean, Kansas City, they had every chance to win that game. Oh, yeah. If they'd have just, uh, if they had one lucky break, they probably would have won. But, you know, hey, every dog has their day. And it just happens to be uh, the Steelers' day. But I, I don't think they could, uh, I still think the, the Chiefs are probably going to run away with the AFC. Just my opinion. <laughs> That's that's possible. I mean, the Patriots are definitely, you know, are, are not what they were. I mean, um, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. I mean, you take out the Super Bowl. I mean, they had three bad, you know, quarters in that Super Bowl, and they just got hot. And Atlanta Falcons just ran out of gas in the fourth quarter. Right. So you take away that one quarter out the Super Bowl, an important quarter, but that one quarter, they haven't looking all that impressive, you know. Since then, I mean, they beat the Jets on a very questionable call, and they got smoked by the Chiefs, you know, in the first game and, and squeaked out some wins the last few weeks. So, I mean, to me, the Patriots, hey, I mean, Brady's been getting touched a lot more this season than he did last season. So, there's always the recipe with Brady. You hit him up a couple of times, you know, he'll get happy feet. But I think that father time is catching up to Brady as well. Um I just don't see the same Brady as – I mean, it's a combination of things, but I just don't see the same Brady yet as I did in past. So um, I think Father Time is is definitely catching up to him, and we'll see if that is the case um, going forward. Well, Father Time – I don't know if it's Father Time or the offensive line just isn't playing up to to snuff and key injuries to wide receivers, you know. But, I mean – Brady can still see it, that's for sure. It's just that, you know, the offensive line and their defense just isn't as nice as it's been in the past. Yeah, I agree with that. But like we said, every time we talk about the Patriots, you know, at that point, they turn around and score like 56 points the next game. So, and then all is right in the world. So we'll see how this plays out. True, 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 true. Now, while we're on football, before we switch over to a little bit of baseball and basketball, I want you guys, you know, quick thoughts on this. We all saw the hit, you know, that uh, Aaron Rodgers took, you know, 
you know, cracked or broke his collarbone. He's going to have to get surgery, which means a pin in his throwing shoulder, which means more than likely he is done for 2017. I mean, you can see it all over Mar I mean, Mike McCarthy's face in the post-interviews. But it's been some questionable whether that hit was illegal, was it a dirty hit, or was it, you know, just a play to football? So I, I know my opinion on it, but I want to know what you guys thought if that hit you thought was in limits, out of limits, you know, or not. I thought it was a legal hit. So I nothing wrong with it. I mean, what, what's going to happen? I mean, a wide receiver gets tackled that way. Uh, a running back gets tackled that way. Brady, I'm sorry, Rodgers was scrambling on the move. He got hit after he threw the pass. That's legal. That could have happened to him sitting in the pocket. I don't see what the problem is here. I'm just more because, I mean, at this point, I, to be honest, I agree. I, I didn't see a problem with the hit at all. Um, I'm just hopeful that the NFL doesn't do anything in regards to punishing um, the person that hit him. Um, I really think that he was just, you know, just a, a, a part of the game. Man, just because it's the quarterback, they're going to make it seem like it was bigger than what it really was, man. It was a legal hit. It's, it's bad enough, you know, you can barely breathe on a quarterback and not get a penalty. So, what's left? Yeah, I agree. I saw the play. And to me, I mean, once, you know, Aaron Rodgers got outside of the pocket, all those protections he's afforded in the pocket are going. You're a runner. You're going to get hit. You're going to get lit up. And he got hit. I mean – did he hit the ground on his collarbone? Yeah, because he was twisting, throwing, you know, off his back foot with his right. So when he got hit, he fell on his up throwing shoulder. I mean, the guy didn't really, you know, intentionally pile drive him down. I mean, he hit him, and the dude twisted and fell. So to me, it was, you know, a clean, you know, you know, football, you know, play and a football hit. And, you know, to me, I didn't see anything bad about it. I don't think the league's going to do anything because if they did, they would have said something by now. But I can understand all the, you know, the Packers because they're on a the bad end <laughs> of that, uh, of that play. But um, to me, I mean, he he got out when you, once you get outside the pocket, you know, all bets is off. And he hit him literally after he tossed the rock, so he can't pull himself up. Well, let me ask this: Would we be all having the same type of uh, opinion or conversation if it was Cam that took that hit and he broke his, broke his collarbone? <sighs> No, but I can I can almost guarantee because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, quote, unquote, the face of, you know, one of the faces of the NFL, you know, they might want to try to do the, another Brady rule where they're going to say you can't pile drop guys like that on the ground. But I'm like, once in the pocket, I totally get it. Once you're outside the pocket, hey, it's fair game. I mean, if you're sitting there chasing after play at the interception – a defender has all the rights and needs to just blindside the heck out of you. They might get fine, but hey, <laughs> you, you can get legally hit. Wait, so there's been rumblings in regards to this about the hit? There's been some people that has been, you know, you know, maybe a lot of sports commentators and people questioning whether the hit was dirty or intentional. But I mean, to me, I, I didn't see any, you know, intentions in it. I was watching the game when it happened. As soon as he went down, I was like, Oh, he, that collarbone might be jacked up. And when he laid there, I didn't see anything malicious to it. He just got hit and fell on his, you know, on his shoulder. And the defender just happened to be on top of him when he fell. He didn't drive him in. He just hit him, and they and they just both fell over. 
It's because it's Rodgers, because it's Tom Brady, uh, because it could possibly be Drew Brees. When Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook was sitting there playing hurt, doing whatever, uh, you know, because he was a running QB. If it's Cam, it's because he's he throws his body around. If it's, if it's Big Ben, because it's just Big Ben. <laughs> you know, they they can't have certain they can't have certain expectations for some quarter some quarterbacks because they're lead footed and not as mobile as the next. And then you have other expectations because you have some thicker quarterbacks that can absorb pounding. Uh, you know, no homo. Nah, I... <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay, okay. Well, what you gonna say, say, <laughs> say it's, just, it's a double standard when it comes to certain types of NFL quarterback out there. Well, I, I will say this: If you know, at this point, there should be no reason why there should be no more talk about it. It, it happened. Um, whether they do something about it, I don't believe that they're going to do anything at this point. Now, um, at this point, Rogers is done for the season, and NFL just has to move. I mean, I'm not, you know, it, it happens unfortunately, but it's the NFL. I, I, I hope I don't hear any rumblings about any other rules in place for quarterbacks because this wasn't like intentional. This was definitely accidental and, you know, it was just part of the game. So hopefully we'll just see how things progress going forward without any penalties where, you know, about this happening and another rule be added to, to benefit the quarterbacks at this point. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is like, you know, the golden goose. I mean, he's like one of the, you know, faces of the league, Mr. State Farm himself, outside of Pete Manning. So, I mean, you know, they market him. I mean, he's the squeaky clean front man, you know, for all the other stuff going on. So, once you lose him for the season, I mean, who's your next, you know, squeaky clean guy that's going to take up the slack? I mean, you know, Brady had all the stuff with the flake gate, so his, uh, <laughs> his stock is tainted. So who else out there is really left up? Can we take it up? So, oh man, you got you got these young emerging rookies. You got uh, Deshaun Watson. You got uh, my man over in Philly. You got you got golf. You got all these jokers coming up. Uh, uh, I can see them going. I can see them utilizing Wentz. Wentz, yes. Mm. Wentz is going to be the next man up because the Eagles are. You know, top of NFC, you know, division right now. I mean, the lane is really wide open for them. I mean, per se. So, yeah, I, I can see Carson Wentz being the next person that they'll try to push. This between, season. I mean, I mean, between him and and Matt Ryan, because they already got commercials out with him as well with the Gatorade commercials. So I could see them utilizing those two um, as the next face. Um, once, you know, when Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers or, you know, once they die down, I see them utilizing them as the next big faces. Which is unfortunate because, you know, you have definitely other faces out there um, with that are out there, like you said, with Deshaun Watson now doing what he's doing and others, you know. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on and how the NFL portrays the next quarterback to be the next face of the NFL. Yeah, I <laughs> I think some people of, of certain pigmentation might not be the face of the league at the moment based on current current wins that are going on in the NFL. So, 
And so they're going to be on the outside looking in for the time being. Right. So, so now let's switch over to um, baseball, Adrian, your favorite sport. Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, let's, we need to go ahead and do our picks. Oh, yes. All right, fellas, real quickly, we'll go down the list. Thursday night game, Chiefs Raiders. Uh, let me see. This is David Carr's first game back. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Ah, Derek Carr coming back. Oof. I don't know. Chiefs look mighty suspect. Um, I may have to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to have a bounce-back game, even though the Raiders did pick up uh, the Barrow Bowman uh, for a one-year deal. Um, but I'm still going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's going to take Carr a minute. Well, he came back last week, but you can tell his, his back wasn't, he wasn't feeling himself, so it might take another. Is it at Oakland? Uh, it is It's in Oakland, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll stick with my pick. All right. So next one is Ravens-Vikings, and is the Vikings are home. I'll go with the Ravens. Okay. Um... I'm going to go with, you said the Vikings is at home? Yep. I'm going to go with Vikings. Okay. And, um, yeah, the Vikings, I'm going to go with the Vikings just because the, the Ravens are too unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get with them. At some point. <laughs> All right. So the Saints and Packers, I guess we're all going to go with the Saints, I'm assuming, with uh, no Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Uh, that's a toughie. I I'm gonna go with the Saints only because we haven't seen enough from the from the from the um the backup to see whether or not you know how he's going to do. And their defense is still what it is. Mm-hmm. And that team was Aaron Rodgers a bust. So until I see otherwise, I'll go with the Saints. See, that's one of the reasons why I was thinking about picking Green Bay because the quarterback is so unknown, like. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna go with the Saints, but I would not be surprised if Green Bay comes around and wins this. But I'm gonna go with the Saints. Well, the, the Packers' backup quarterback is Brett Huntley, played ball at UCLA. Um, I think he's been out. Of, he's been in the league for about three years now. But he's no Aaron Rodgers. Um, well, Saints offense look good post uh, Adrian Peterson trade, so I'm gonna go with the Saints. Now, I will say this. We were saying that when Brett Favre went down and Aaron Rodgers came into the mix and, you know, so I I, I would not be surprised. I'll, I'll put it like this. I'm not suspecting it, but I wouldn't be surprised if the um, if Brett plays a pretty good game. He can play a pretty good game, but the Saints' offense, you know, could be quite potent. Yes. No, no. That's why, I, that's why I'm giving the edge to the Saints. But I'm just saying I would not be surprised if, if – if he plays well. Right, right. All right, moving right along. You got the Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins are at home. I'm going to go with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. I as well is going to go with the Jets. Same here. Whatever reason, I just don't trust anything with uh, with that quarterback in Miami. Who got left? 
<laughs> they got the, the Panthers and the Bears. The Bears are the home team. Michigan's second game. Isn't Panthers coming off a bye? No, yeah, they're coming off a loss. Yeah, they played the Eagles last night. That's Thursday. right. That's right. That's right. I got the Panthers. I got the Panthers, too. I think they got something to prove after they, you know, laid an egg with the Eagles, who I picked, to, you know, and then the win, they lost. Thank you, Cam. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers as well. All right. Uh, Cardinals, Rams. Rams are the home team. I don't know. The Rams been looking really good. Like, really good. Um, But then again, I'm going to go with Arizona. I will go with Arizona. I think AJP is going to have another good game, hundred yards. I take Arizona. I take Arizona. I think I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, they got the number one or the number two offense in, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think number one or number two in scoring. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, if their defense can shut down uh, Adrian Peterson, I think they have a pretty good shot. So I'm going to roll the Rams. All right, so you got the the Bucks and the Bills. Uh, the Bills and the home team. I got the Bills. I go. With, I go with Buffalo. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Um, I'm gonna get my man Jameis. Jameis and love. All right, Jags, Colts. Colts are the home team. Jags. I'll go with Jax as well. Uh, their defense is nice. I'm going to buck the trend. I'm going to go with the Colts. Are you coming? Yeah. 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 I say that because um, Jacoby Brissett, yo, he's not bad at QB for Indianapolis, man. I think I think the game with the Titans last night um, – could have went either way. It was a sloppy game, but um, if Jacoby Brissett is on and he can actually throw a few touchdowns, you know, then they'll be all right. Jags, even though they're nice, man, they're, they're QB. Mm. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got the Titans, Browns, Browns and home team. I'll go with the Titans. I'm gonna go. I, I, I will. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I'm definitely go with the Titans. Yeah, same here. Until Cleveland proves me wrong, I'm going against them every time. All right, the game of the week, for me at least, uh, Cowboys-Niners in San Francisco. The ruling has been made that Zeke can't play this week. I think they postponed his his, uh, suspension for at least this week. That, to me, doesn't make sense at all. Like, I'm sorry. Like, how is it that you're – wait, so is he playing this week? No. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, so, they, again, that does not make sense at all. How is it that – because I, I read reports. Is it true because the reason why they upheld this was because the judge went on vacation? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. I'll be right back. <laughs> I have, I have not. I have not read that. I mean, I could have sworn I saw this saying that um, 
the reason why um his suspension was upheld because of the judge was on vacation. Um, now you're gonna have me check it out. Please, before we go ahead and make our picks. <laughs> Uh, let's see. And they play the 49. He plays the 49ers, right? Uh-huh. Well, I'll put my pick in. I am going to go with the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Book wow. it, Dano. <laughs> Interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off that. I think they're due. And to piggyback off what you said, Al, it doesn't make any sense. He is going to serve the six-game suspensions. It's going to be either this season or next season. No matter what, he serves the six games. Just get it over with. You're not getting out of it. You're going to have to do it. Because no matter what happens, if you go back for a pill, guess who goes in front of? Roger Goodell. And is he going to undo what he did the first time with his ruling? No, you're going to serve it. So just stop beating around the bush and just get over with. Next game. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I just want to make sure. Yeah, uh, he was, the decision was upheld. I just want to make sure I got this correct, what I was saying. Um, yeah, from what reports are saying, that's because the judge, yeah, because the judge is going to be on vacation. All right, you know what? I'm not going to go into all that. Number one, if that is true, that I don't even know what to say about the NFL anymore. I don't really don't know what to say about their whole policies, their punishments or anything. But that's another topic. And I could save that for another, another um, podcast. That should be the length of it itself. But I think that the, um, even with Zeke out, I'm going to still pick Dallas to win. All right. I mean, if Zeke is in, I'm sorry. Zeke is in, so I'm going to pick Dallas to win. Okay. They got the uh, Bengals Steelers. Huh. Steelers. I'll go with the Steelers. I go with the. I go. It's the Steelers at home, right? Yep. Steelers. Yeah, I need this boom. I need this uh, quarterback to to go ahead and have a good game. So Steelers, please. Fantasy need you. All right. Next up, Seahawks, Giants, the G-Men trying to make it two in a row. I think just I think just to piss me off because I want them to get a nice good draft pick. They're gonna win game two against the Seahawks. So you got the you picking the Giants. You picking the Giants, huh? I will pick the Giants this week. I actually was gonna pick them against the Seahawks, irregardless of what they did against the um the Broncos, but I'll pick the um, the Giants against the Seahawks. Okay. I'm going to pick Seattle. Um, they're coming off the bye week, and I know that they're pretty hungry, so they're fresh. 
Um, I think the momentum the Giants have is going to change. Yeah, I'm going to see Hawks as well. Still got the Legion of Boom over there, so. And no proven wide receivers. <laughs> All right, next up is uh, Broncos Chargers. Chargers are the home team. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I go with the Broncos. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going with Chargers. All right, you got Falcons Patriots. It's a Sunday night game. Patriots, the home, t- home team. I'll take I'll take Patriots at home, in a in, in a close one. Uh, I'll go with Pats too. Yeah, I, I if 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 it was Atlanta at home, I may change, but for now I'm gonna stick with the Patriots. And the Monday night game, Redskins Eagles in Philadelphia. I'm sorry, I gotta go with the Eagles. It, I, I, right now, they too high. <laughs> They're too hot. I know Philly fans is having parties and stuff out there right now because the the teams are doing well. I gotta go with the Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's disgusting. I think they'll probably win it as well. But I'll be very, I'll be rooting for the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna pick the Skins for the upset. All right. Well, we'll piggyback off of. Uh, yeah, everybody uh, makes do by next Tuesday. May the best man win. Ah, uh, yes. And before we um, switch over to baseball, we'll do a little bit of uh, paying some bills here as we give um, some shout-outs to my um, my bookie, our, uh, our new sponsor. Yes, sir. Ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually, it's what's team to bet on this week. You got the Patriots or the Steelers, Chicago or Detroit. But let me tell you this, where you're betting at is just as important as who you're betting on. So that's why I always tell people to go to mybookie.ag. MyBookie has been in this business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They they do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And I mean absolutely nothing. And they have the fastest payouts, seriously, just two business days. You know who's going to win, right? Lay down some cash and win big today. I and we, Guys Talking Sports, would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me and to all of us in the podcast. That's why we are urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the greens. Join now. My bookie will match your deposit up to 100% bonus. Use promo code Guys Talk to activate the offer. That's G U Y S T L T A L K. G U Y S T A L K to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, guys, and uh, welcome back. So now we're going to switch over to the um, the Major League playoffs. Um, just um, real quick, we do have the uh, the Yankees, your teammates, <laughs> going up against the Houston Astros, and they had a nice one at home, 6-4 win. And currently we have the Dodgers going up against the um, the Cubs, um, and they have a 2-0 lead on the um, 
on the cubby. So uh, any surprises, any, anything that's, um, that you've noticed? Uh, for me, uh, the Yankees, uh, the bats were in a week in games one and two. Obviously, when you lose 2-1 both times, uh, but you got to love the – you got to love – this is the best time. If, you, if you're a fan of baseball, you love this time of season just because of all the pitchers' duels and the low-scoring affairs. Um, you also love the, the offensive explosions. Uh, the one thing the Yankees would love to do is give you a, a little bit of a cardiac arrest there for a little bit. I like to say for the last inning dramatics, but, you know, this has been typical Yankee baseball the second half of the season. Um, it's going to go seven. Uh, I want to say the Yankees might pull off the upset. Uh, it's been a great series so far. Uh, the Chicago, LA, I just think this might be LA's year. Um, I don't Chicago could definitely bounce back. I mean, they're battle tested, but it would not shock me in the least if it's a New York, LA World Series, and that would be awesome for baseball. Awesome for the for the sponsors and uh and corporate sponsorship. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, who wouldn't love that? I mean, when it boils down to it, because that would be a a, a perfect scenario. East versus West. You can't get no better than that with New York and LA, two of the biggest teams out there. Um unfortunately I'm not a Yankees fan, so I, I don't think that they're gonna actually make it there. But I would love to see it from the fan base. Uh, to be honest, um, I still think Houston is going to win this. Um, I, it was interesting. It was good to see that the Yankees come, did come alive in the eighth inning. And, you know, it's difficult for them. If they could provide that much firepower, then I could definitely also see it going seven games. But I don't know if they can sustain it for this long period of time. And – if they can't sustain it, then they won't be able to win off of their defense alone. They gotta have to use win by offense, and it's just hopefully that's it plays out that way so it could go seven games. Um, but I also believe that Chicago's days are numbered, and I think that LA will definitely be in the World Series. Um, I it just it just seems it seems poised that way. Um, from the L.A. standpoint. But it be interesting to see what the Yankees can do against Houston. And I, if their offense does – if their offense kicks off and stays hot, then I would love to see an L.A.-New um, York matchup. But I don't know if it's going to be I, – I, I just don't really see it yet. I don't see it yet, I should say. Well – if the Yankees pull this off and somehow make it to the World Series and wins, I see CC Sabathia retiring with his head held high, coming off that championship, that World Series, knowing that he was part of something special and, it's, and walking away from the sport. You know, winning right there on top. But, you know, that's a, that's a good six games, six, six wins away. So, I will continue with my current trend of not watching any of the games. Due to me being superstitious, and just pray that you know they continue in uh, their winning ways. Again, spoken <laughs> like a true Yankee fan. Like a true Yankee fan, I, I agree. 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, me really, you know, baseball's a long season. I always watch the beginning when the first starts off, you know, you know, you know, right in the spring. And then I really kind of, you know, hone in definitely during the playoffs because it gets much more interesting. Game's a lot more tighter, you know, pitching duels and everything. Definitely think uh, – I think the Dodgers, I think, are probably going to – unless they have a uh, – a serious collapse against the Chicago Cubbies. I think they're going to make it uh, to the World Series. I think they're going to probably win in maybe in in five games. But um, the Yankees and Houston is tied up two and two. That's going to be real interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's what's what's with the the Yankees. You know, want to give you drama, Ace. You know, it's like they play with their backs against the wall much better when they don't have to win. They kind of lukewarm. The bats were a little bit cold, but you know. In this game, you know, your man, the next the next man up behind who's going to take over possibly after Derek Jeter, Mr. Aaron Judge. I mean, he's definitely uh, making a name for himself in the postseason big time, you know. You know, a solo home run that I saw in, uh, you know, um, was it a, in a, uh, a, double R, a double RBI, which brought in some runs. So the Yankees looking pretty good. I mean, next game I think they have Tanaka up. Um, Starting pitch, huh? They doing Tanaka already? I think I think I heard they're doing Tanaka next game. Well, he's he's been pitching lights out this postseason. Um, I have a strange feeling the Yankees are going to win Game Five. They're going to lose Game Six, and have decided Game Seven back in Houston. Mm-hmm. I I agree. I think it's going to go Game Seven. I think. Um, I think definitely, I think all of the uh, corporate sponsors would love to see, you know, L.A. and uh, New York, and that would be just perfect. I mean, talk about the old New York teams, you know, New York Dodgers and New York Yankees. I mean, right. that would just be the perfect, you know, storyline for the World Series, just like Cleveland and Chicago was like the perfect storyline last year's. But um, I, it's, it's been pretty good, um, uh, pretty good, you know, um, playoff so far. So, I mean, you know, it's some good games right now. Um, Dodgers are up 2-1 over the Cubs, so um, we'll see what happens. Well, I think Dodgers, like you said, I I, I can see Dodgers winning in five. Um, I think Chicago played subpar all season, you know, did enough to get into the playoffs, but I just don't see them making the World Series now. You know, like Al said, you know, Houston, of course, is the better team on paper, uh, better – Better regular season win total. Uh, better pitching staff. Picking up Verlander from Detroit was a brilliant move. He's paying huge dividends. The Yankees did what they needed to do these last two games, but they're really going to have to step it up these last three games. They think they're going to make it to the next the next round. So I will be watching it with my eyes closed. <laughs> um Praying for Bleacher Report to give you positive uh, insight <laughs> and highlights and then kind of turn on the TV in the ninth inning when Chapman comes in to save the game. That's the way I've been doing it all playoffs. I'm going to continue with that, uh, with that cycle. That's a good cycle to go on. The superstition <laughs> yes. continues. All right, so I'm going to segue now, fellas, right over to basketball. Of course, tonight is opening night for the NBA. I mean, your marquee games is definitely um, – we have the late game. The marquee late game is going to be um, uh, uh, Golden State Warriors against the Houston Rockets. I know uh, Andre Inquadala because he's out at back spasms. But the perceived game, um, 
the early game was uh, Cleveland and Boston. I think right now, I think Cleveland is up. Um, so any kind of – so I want to get you guys any predictions. Who you guys think is going to win the MVP? Teams are going to make, you know, the NBA Finals. Um, who you think is going to, you know, start and fizzle off? Or, you know, who you think is going to – some early predictions for the beginning of the season? And I know I hate to predict early because you don't know it's going to go on, but what do you guys have any early predictions and thoughts about this upcoming NBA season, which I think is probably going to be a really interesting one? I'll defer to Alpha. You're the expert in none of these here, NBA. Um, first things first, um, prayers go out to Gordon Haywood. Um, because for that gruesome injury, um, that ankle, you know, from what I saw, well, from what I saw, it was definitely gruesome. And when players are turning away from you, you know it was bad. Um, so prayers go out to Gordon Hayward and hope for or pray for a speedy recovery. Um, with that being said, I think I, last week I had said that Boston – um, it was this year's? It was it was this time for Boston to 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 beat Cleveland. Now with Gordon Haywood out, I I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know what they can do. Um, I'm pretty sure Brad Stevens has a play a uh, a uh, 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 system in mind. Um, we'll see how that that plays out. But now I have to change because until I see exactly how the season plays out, I have Cleveland. I'm going into the Eastern Conference Finals again. Um, I think it's going to be a tougher road for Cleveland than what people think. I think there's not going to be a a cakewalk. I think it's going to be a lot difficult, a lot more difficult for Cleveland. And to be honest, I'm 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 eighty percent, eighty five percent on Cleveland making it to the NBA Finals. I'm not even a full hundred there yet. Um, I see other teams starting to get used to them. I see the to the lack the chemistry is at a full time high. I just don't see Cleveland right now. I I picked them as my favorite for the Eastern Conference Finals, but I need to see more. Um, of course, Western Conference really it doesn't change. Golden State is going to make it into the finals, so it'll be interesting to see what goes on throughout the rest of the season because there's a lot of drama behind the scenes whether it's with Boston, whether it's with OKC, whether it's with Houston. Um, can they gel together? All these new teams, all these new players, whether or not they could gel together. Um, early predictions real quick. I think that for the – I think it's going to be uh, Cleveland and Golden State now in the finals again. I still think Golden State's going to win it. I, th- I think – I believe that – I believe that the MVP is going to – not going to be LeBron. It's not going to be – um, I don't know if it's going to be Kevin Durant. I think they'll be in a mix. It's going to be a toss-up between either Russell Westbrook, James Harden again, and my sleeper pick is going to be Kyrie Irving. Because if he does what he can do um, with Boston, without Gordon Haywood, I could see him being a running for MVP. That's just my sleeper um, pick. Um Really don't have that much about everybody else, but I guess we could talk more about that later. I'll just listen to your opinions. All right. Uh, real quick, I think, sticking by my guns, I think uh, Cleveland's coming out of the East. Um, 
I do believe that Boston, even despite Gordon Haywood's uh, terrible injury, still going to put up a good fight. But uh, uh, unless Milwaukee, I still think Milwaukee's going to do well. Toronto's going to be Toronto. Washington's going to be Washington. But it's still, still Cleveland's to lose. Out West, you know, out West is stacked. Uh, they're going to be beating themselves up every, every night out there in the West. Probably take their reprieve when they come out East. You know, because they wanted to put out such a maximum effort from uh, top to bottom, um, from the east to considering to the west. But of course, it's still Golden State to lose. Um, you know, if Gordon if Golden State stays injury free, even even if they lose one of their big players, they still have enough talent. Where if KD or Steph went down, they still have enough talent where they could probably still win the West. Um, but it's gonna be close. I, I think it's going to be Golden State 1. I think it's going to be Houston 2, Spurs 3. Um, but still, it's going to be Cleveland, Golden State. I think it's going to go 7. I think this year, I think Cleveland is going to deliver that knockout blow. And stay. Uh, get all their consistency and things down uh, to get in jail and play together. I think they're going to do all right. Um, MVP, I still think, like like Al said, I think it's going to be between Hart and Russ. Um, I don't, and, and, and um, what's my boy? Just went to Minnesota. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler can sneak up in there. You know, he's going to lead that squad and become that dude and propel Minnesota to uh, to great heights, and, and, and Kyrie as well. And uh, if I had to do a six-man, uh, wow, six-man, could be interesting. I could say Derrick Rose, um, even though he might have to play half the season, but if he comes off the bench and beat that dude, I could see Derrick Rose being a six-man. Okay. Uh, well, for me, I think, um, you know, definitely I believe on the um, – on the east side, I mean, I think right now, I think Cleveland is still the team to beat. I think, like to say, the injury to Gordon Hayward does, I think, you know, diminish um, the Celtics, you know, chances, you know, a lot. But we'll see how they kind of, you know, recoup around that. So I think Cleveland, unless there's some major injuries on their end, I think I can see them coming out the, coming out the east. I mean, I'm going to be very interested to see how they're all going to play what's going to be the deal with, you know, Isaiah Thomas. If Derrick Rose and, you know, Dwayne Wade are playing really, really good and that team is clicking when he comes back, does, Ty- does Tyrone Lou does he um, switch up the lineup and, and insert Isaiah Thomas in? Does he upset that cart if, you know, Derrick Rose is really balling, which I think he's going to make some noise, you know, this year. Um, so we're going definitely going to see. I mean, um, yeah, I think, I think uh, Milwaukee, I'm – be very curious to see how they do this year. I think they're going to be my sleeper team to really surprise a lot of people this year. So I think Milwaukee's my sleeper team in the East. Um, the West, like I agree with you, Ace. It's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be a dog fight in that West all season long. I think um, I think right now I think that um, just because Golden State has played a lot with their you know current core, and then you add on Kevin Durant, you know, on top of that, I think. I think they're still going to be the team to be right now. I think Houston is good, but I still think that until 
James Harden learns how to play some frigging defense, they're not going to do anything. Now, Chris Paul is going to come in there. He's going to kind of, you know, he's going to help them play, play a lot more point. But Kevin Harden plays no defense. And as long as he does that, they're not going to go any farther than where they're going to go at the moment. Um, so I, I definitely think that Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma's the Thunder is going to do better than the Houston Rockets. And I think they're going to wind up being the second seed with San Antonio being a third and Houston being a fourth. And I anticipate Golden State going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder in the Western Finals. And it's going to be a knockdown, dragdown fight because you're going to finally have. Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, you know, going at it, you know, for, you know, for the big game. So as far as MVP, I don't know. It's, you're going to probably, you're going to probably have all the usual suspects. LeBron's going to be in the mix, you know, you know, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. I'm a little bit unsure about Russell Westbrook because he's going to have, you know, a little bit to defer to with Melo and uh, Paul George, but I don't know. I, I don't know. And I think with L.A., I'll make a shocker. I don't think Ball wins rookie of the year. Hmm. I don't think – I don't think um, folks wins rookie of the year. Okay. Okay. I think it's going to be um, the other Laker that's going to win rookie of the year. Wow. Because I saw him in a preseason a couple of games, and that boy got – game so wait you think that Kyle Kuzma would be rookie of the you think you're going to pick him over um Dennis Smith Jr. for right now yes wow okay I think that ball is playing the point guard in the west where you have some killers over there and I think that the ball is good I think he's overhyped in my opinion a little bit a little bit you know too much I think he has a skill set to be good. Of course, the LA media is going to pump him up. He'll probably get it by press, but I think the person's going to really do, you know, the most damage. And then um, for the Lakers for the first year, I think it's going to be the other kid. No, well, I already said for for a fact that I think that um, Kyle Kuzma is the best rookie of, in the Lakers class this year. By far, he won't. He will not get the press because it's going to be, you know, you know, you know, ball all day, every day. But I think he's, you know, I think he'll be more prepared to step in and do work more than ball will because he's got to go up against killers in the West every night. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's ready for that yet. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I, to be honest, I would, I definitely would have Kyle Kuzma in my top three or four rookies to win that for rookie of the year. I mean, to be honest, I'll probably put him second, if anything, second or third, top three. Um, but I still think Dennis Smith is going to – it's just in the tip of the iceberg. Um, mm, that's, that, that boy is nasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, but real quick, while I have y'all here, um, I just got – see, I just saw word on a Bleacher Report that, um, of course, Cleveland didn't play um, – I mean, I know they play in Boston, but they didn't play the tribute to Kyrie Irving, the video tribute to Kyrie Irving. Um to find out that a lot of the Cleveland players were mad that they even had a video to begin with um, for a video tribute to Kyrie Irving. What are your thoughts on that? 
Do you think Kyrie deserves a video tribute? I said it before, I said it again. I, you know, I, I personally don't believe that Kyrie can lead a team to a championship. No, no, no. I mean, but what I'm saying is, is that because... I don't know. I don't think he deserves... He doesn't deserve a... Uh, a video tribute? For what? For, for a video tribute for helping them to win the title. I understand that. I mean, yeah, he hit the he hit the shot that kind of knock out knocked out Golden State. Yes, okay, I understand that. Um, but who was more clutch in that game seven? Though that shot was what won the game, but was it more so LeBron's block on Iguodala to give Kyrie the opportunity to win that shot? No, no. So you think because of one shot in the championship, he deserves a, a trip? No, I no. I, well, first of all, me personally, I thought I I think that he deserves a video tribute because he played all his years in Cleveland, and he was. And, but no, no, LeBron left. LeBron left as a free agent. As a free agent, then he didn't came request back. a trade. He didn't request a trade. He left exactly. as a free agent. He didn't get no tribute. And that's LeBron. No, no, no. Well, no, what well LeBron is always gonna get a tribute no matter what. LeBron's gonna get a tribute in Miami. So but did, but did he get one when he came back to Cleveland? That's what I'm saying. When he left to go to Miami. That's a good question, as a matter of fact. I'm pretty sure that he did. He didn't get crap. He, he didn't get he didn't get a video tribute when he went to Miami. Nah. They talked about that two batteries at him when he was at the, when he first came back. <laughs> oh yeah, well. I look. I will say this. No, I will say this. The reason why I'm saying this is because he did deliver a championship to them. This, you know, like if if LeBron delivered a championship before he went to Miami, I think that would have changed their tune. My opinion, I can care less. But I, personally, I don't. If Cleveland moved them on their own, and he didn't want to go. Then I can see where you might put in a bit of tribute. But he mm-hmm. said, I want to get the heck out of Dodge. I don't want to play here anymore. You know, send me somewhere else now. Reasons, whatever. I think that reasoning, I think, was what, what you know, turned a lot of guys the wrong way. So in that respect, then no. No bit of tribute. Okay. All right. They can give it to him on a DVD. <laughs> Slip it to him to the security guard when he's walking out the building. Like, hey, here you go, man. On, on the load. Yeah. They, they forgot to play this for you, so we got that. Now, I, 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 you know what? I'll put it like this. I understand both ways, I, both sides. I think that he, if he bought you a championship that y'all been harping on for a year, um, I think he deserves some type of recognition. That's, that's just my opinion. And all that's going to do now is just add more fuel to the fire. Yes, it's going to make a very, very interesting NBA season with all the movement, all the drama. I mean, you've been hearing about the NBA ever since the final stuff, and you would have forgot that, you know, the Golden State Warriors won the darn finals. So, they starting to have a daily drama like the NFL. Oh, yes. And uh, right now it's 82-82, so I want to get in front of this game and watch the stretch run of this game, 84-82, Boston, actually. So yeah. um I, I Kyrie, I'm gonna tell you this right now. With that, that's a chip on your shoulder. If you're not doing I mean, what I mean, what else can you do right now 
if you Kyrie Irving. Like I think that he's gonna he's gonna really show and prove, and I think he's gonna make a valuable case for for MVP without question. Now that Golden Haywood is away, he's gonna make a valuable case. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Right now, he's not doing doing well. He's got twenty one points, so he's uh he's trying to put it up there. All right, guys. So this is the tail end of the uh, tail end of the show. So um, we're about to sign off. But we want to say everybody who's always whoa, what was that? Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that was I guess that was the Rocky theme is saying it's time to go. Ah, um, there you go. <laughs> so um, I just want to everybody let everybody know where they can find you at, where they can reach you at. Adrian, Nacris um, is closed. So ah, uh, well then, unfortunately, then you have to find me on Twitter because. Uh, I can't go to the local watering hole. Where else can you find me? You can find me on Twitter, AdrianCat1963. That's A-D-R-I-A-N-C-A-T-1963 on that thing called Twitter. Oh, after that, I'm going to go to church. Um, you can find uh, me there. <laughs> no, nah, but you can find me on um, Twitter as well, Instagram. I am Al Qualls. Again, that's I am Al Qualls on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on uh, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, J-E-R-O-S-S-7 at, and also at Twitter. All right, folks. Well, don't forget my bookie, AG. Place them NBA bets. Play some big money on them Yankees because they're going to win at seven. I told you so. <laughs> as long as AJ is not watching the game, they win. Exactly. <laughs> you cash in. All I want is a nice finder's fee of 1%, and we good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, and that's it for this weekend. Signing off, and see you next time. Don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for all those subscribers out there. Sayonara.